Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today's topic is three letters that could get Trump impeached and can also impact your self-directed IRA. Those three letters are SAR, also known as SAR, or Suspicious Activity Report. The Suspicious Activity Report is actually the catalyst that started this whole Stormy Daniels, President Trump, Michael Cohen fiasco. Generally, what a SARS is, is all financial institutions, including IRA custodians, are required to follow SAR, which is a suspicious activity report, with the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, or FinCEN, when the financial institution suspects or detects a known or suspected criminal violation of federal law, including transactions that involve potential money laundering or violations of the Bank Secrecy Act. So the SARS are basically the cornerstone of BSA reporting. Uh, it's essentially for the uh, great way for the government to use the financial institutions and to combat terrorism, financial crimes, or money laundering, for example. And it basically protects the financial institutions from uh, any type of liability for filing these SARs. So as an IRA custodian, IRA financial trust company has filed SARs for anything that's suspicious. It doesn't mean actual and criminal activities occurred, just something that's suspicious. It could mean something to the extent that someone invested $5,000 in an investment in their IRA and three weeks later they rolled, they sent back $2 million. It could be something like that or it could be something where someone um, – lent someone money and the promissory note never got paid back and there's some delinquency. So there's something suspicious going on. So it doesn't mean something actually criminal happened. It's just something that says, hey, this is not done in the course of regular business and it looks somewhat suspicious. So what happened? Everyone kind of knows the story. It's been reported that President Trump, uh, personal attorney Michael Cohen, wired $130,000 to Stephanie Clifford, known as Stormy Daniels. It's part of this hushed money deal, non-disclosure agreement. Um, supposedly, reportedly, the money came from First Republic Bank to wire the funds to Ms. Clifford. And the Wall Street Journal reported that First Republican Bank then filed the SARS. And then it turned out that someone in the government actually leaked that a SARS was filed to the press. And that's kind of how everything started. So basically, by issuing the $130,000 wire to Stormy Daniels or, or Stormy Daniels' attorney, uh, that triggered the SARS, which got the government involved, which was leaked to the government to the press, and that which basically kind of exposed President Trump. And now we've seen from uh, Michael Cohen's testimony that um, potentially President Trump lied about these payments. Uh, whether he lied under oath or not, that's a different story. But there's been some reports of uh, a line. Uh, by the president uh, when he was asked about these payments uh, or he claimed he did not have any knowledge of these payments when it turns out there's proof and checks of money going to Michael Cohen to reimburse him for this $130,000 payment. So this SARS is kind of what made everything official, um, which uh, put the government on notice that this was happening. Now, again, it seemed like it was it was leaked by someone in the government um, to the press that this wire occurred and it occurred between Michael Cohen and um, Stormy Daniels. But again, maybe without this suspicious activity report being filed, none of this would have come to light. Who knows? Clearly could have been leaked by someone in, in um, Stormy Daniels' camp. It also could have eventually been leaked by First Republican Bank, Republic Bank, excuse me. But right now, the suspicious activity report or SAR, SARS, is what potentially could get President Trump impeached. Now, I'm not saying 
whether any criminal activity occurred. I'm not saying there's any impeachable offense, but some people on the Democratic side have, have made those suggestions that this could potentially be an impeachment um, issue uh, based off this uh, potential or alleged lie by the president regarding the Stormy Daniels affair. So it turns out that this SARS, which was filed again by uh, the First Republic Bank regarding the $130,000 wire to Stormy Daniels, was been the catalyst for this whole Stormy Daniels uh, process and potential hush payment revealed and potential lying by the president and ultimately potential impeachment. Not saying it's ever going to go there. I'm just saying it's a very interesting situation. It's something that could impact your IRA too. It's how the government finds out about suspicious activity, whether it's um, outside your IRA or inside your IRA. Uh, The suspicious activity report basically uh, involves the insider abuse, involves the amount um, that, that occurred and you have to file it generally within 30 days of the initial detection and no later than 60 days. And again, it doesn't mean there's a crime. Okay. It just means there's something suspicious. So what's considered suspicious according, um, to the federal statute, it's basically anything that shows bribery or check fraud or computer intrusion, counterfeit checks, credit card fraud, debit card fraud, false statements, misuse or position of self-dealing, mortgage loan fraud, mysterious disappearance, wire transfer fraud, terrorist financing, identity theft, and then there's that other catch-all. So clearly someone at First Republic Bank felt that this $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels or her attorney was somewhat suspicious and they filed the SARS and then it was leaked by uh, an individual in the government uh, to the press and that's how this whole Stormy Daniels affair came to light since it uh, appears that the National Enquirer and Mr. Pecker was going to keep it silent uh, to protect the president. So we have a situation where the suspicious activity report of those three letters, SAR, could end up impeaching the president and it could end up uh, revealing suspicious activity about your self-directed IRA. Now, again, for most of our or most self-directed clients, you don't have to worry about a SARS, right? If you buy a house and you sell it, even if there's a large gain, it's possible. It doesn't mean a SARS will be filed. It's generally for what's suspicious. So if you buy a house for 200000 in 2017, you sold it for a million in 2019, that may not be a SARS. But if you bought it for 200000 in February 2019 and sold it for a million in March 2019, that could be a SARS because that seems like a pretty big a bundle of uh, cash to to uh, generate in such a small amount of time. Same with if you invested you know, $100,000 in a private company and three months later you're bringing back $10 million to your IRA, that may open up some eyes. Or if there's wire transfers in from countries um, that seem suspicious, uh, that could also trigger SARS. Now, no one really knows. One of the issues a lot of custodians like IRA Financial and banks have with the SARS process is that you don't really know what happens. So let's say you follow SARS on John Doe. You generally don't know whatever happens to John Doe you, unless John Doe calls you back and says, hey, I'm going to jail. Thank you very much. Or uh, I got to pull all my money out because uh, my IRA just got um, uh, you know, audited and it's deemed to be a prohibited transaction by the IRS. You don't really know. So that's one of the complaints a lot of institutions have is you file these SARS and this kind of goes into this black hole and you're not even sure if the government falls up with it. You assume they do, but you're not sure. 
So uh, anyways, I just thought it was a very interesting um, parallel between Michael Cohen, SARS, Stormy Daniels, and the president, and potentially uh, a self-directed IRA investment. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful, uh, insightful. Um, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you have any uh, comments or questions, uh, let us know. Follow us at Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn and you can always uh, get in touch uh, with me, leave a comment and uh, thanks for listening. Until next time.